Hello everyone and welcome to episode 4 of the Remnants podcast. As always, thank you for your time and consideration giving me a chance and listening to this uh, episode and just the podcast in general. I greatly appreciate it. Um, Yeah, episode four. I'm really happy that I've stuck to this and um, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to to do this and to share my thoughts and my ideas and my Bible study notes with everyone. Um, I really think it's been helpful for myself in a way as well, you know, just um, just to give myself some accountability, like I said last time, and, um, you know, keeping my mind busy so that, you know, I have something to do and something positive, you know, not just a something to do, but something positive and something that I feel really passionate about. Um, today, I wanted to go over something that I've been um, noticing on my social media and I've been, I guess you could say kind of putting off, um, talking about it or kind of just going over it in my own head and trying to figure out the best way to, to go about saying it, especially coming off of last week's episode. I know last week I covered some stuff that, you know, might not have come across the way I wanted to. I hope it did. Um, but either way, um, what I wanted to talk about was, um, just some things that I've been seeing on my social media and sharing my thoughts on it. Um, so as far as social media goes, I don't have many accounts on social media platforms. I've taken myself away from them just because for one, I was just, I didn't see the purpose of it too much. You know, I was being filled and fed with all this, um, this negativity on there and, um, you know, even indulging in some of that negativity myself. And, um, you know, I found myself constantly updating everyone on every minute of my life and, it just wasn't a good thing for me. It wasn't a good place for me to be. So I decided to, to delete most of my social media accounts. Um, the only ones that I have now are Twitter and Snapchat. Um, Twitter, I don't really post too much on. I usually mainly use it for for news. And um, I almost deleted that one as well because I found my, my I guess, uh, Twitter feed um, just being filled with, again, a bunch of negativity and things that I didn't really need to be looking at or reading. And so I almost deleted it, but what I did was I started just unfollowing, um, a lot of things that I was following a lot of, a lot of the pages and and accounts that I was following on there, they weren't even, you know, I guess you could say bad or, or sinful, I guess for lack of a better word, um, they would just share things from other people's accounts that, that weren't necessarily, um, fruitful for me, I guess you could say as well. Um, so I just started deleting those accounts and then, um, you can also go in there and, and, you know, you can 
hide certain information or certain words so that certain things don't pop up on your feed. So I did that as well. Um, and so what I did was I started following more accounts um, that were more, I guess, driven by by people of faith, you know, um, you know, whether it was pastors or churches accounts, whatever it was, I just started following like a bunch of these people, adding people that, that shared the same interests as me, just so I could, you know, have some fellowship with people online who, um, who shared their, the same faith as I do, which is great. It's, it's awesome. You know, um, there's, there's a, so much positivity on my feed now, you know, I can open the, the, the app and instantly I'll just see, um, you know, whether it's prayers or people that need prayer, things like that. Um, it's pretty awesome. The one thing that has been, uh, that's been bugging me, I guess, is, um, I've seen quite a few people and, and accounts on there that, uh, kind of just criticizing other Christians, um, and I see a lot of people, you know, speaking on on certain things that I don't know how to explain it. It's really hard to put it into words. And you know, I'm I'm sorry that I'm not. I don't have my ideas quite um, concise right now. I'm just trying to figure out how to explain it without sounding a certain way, but. Basically, I've just seen a lot of people, you know, posting things on their accounts that um, could come off a certain way to to people, especially non-believers. And that, that's that's my concern. And that's the reason that um, that it's been bugging me, because if you if you think about it, right, the first conversation that you have with a non-believer I would hope that you would know to to be to come come to them with love and to just more than more than tell them anything ask them things and to just share your story with them um rather than list off all of these these verses from the Bible and and condemning people. Now I'm not. I, I'm no one, right? You know, I'm just you know I'm I'm a, I'm just a follower of of, of God. And I'm, I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. That that's all I am, and that, that's that's powerful and amazing. But and I'm not trying to tell people what to do and what to post on their social media. My only concern is that you know, if you think about it. Um, you know, like I said, if your your first conversation with a non-believer, you want to come ease into it. I guess you could say you come into it, you know, um, knowing that these people don't believe what you believe. And, and some these people are probably closed-minded and, and, you know, probably maybe even defensive with certain things. 
So you want to come come to them, you know, lightly, I guess you could say, and gently. I'm not saying to water down the gospel at all because we shouldn't be doing that at all. But when it comes to the first time, you know, you definitely just want to try to build a friendship with them. And, you know, that that's that's the most important part, right? It's just letting them know that who you are, what you believe and and, you know, just asking them about their lives and what they believe in and keep it simple for for the first time. You know, you don't want to shove anything down their throats or or rub their faces in anything. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, So my point with all of this is is with social media, um, you know, my my fear is that a post that, that someone posts like a status or something that could be that's equivalent pretty much or similar to a conversation or a conversation starter, you know, or, or something like that. And so what if a non-believer stumbles upon one of your posts and you're talking about, um, you know, condemnation or, or, or lack of repentance or, or, you know, disbelieving in in Christ is going to lead to, to eternity and hell. All these things are true. Please just understand that that I, I know all these things are true. And these are things that, that people do need to know, you know, because other, if we're, if we don't tell them these things that we're not really sharing the gospel. Um, but my, my fear is that some people might take that and say, oh, wow, well, if this person, this person's talking about all of this stuff and it's so heavy, this is why I don't want to go to church. This is why I don't believe in this, because this is saying, this person is saying this, and I don't really believe that. And it's not our job to save people. We don't save anyone. Um, it's Jesus who saves but we're definitely there to to be a bridge for other people to to receive that salvation. And so my my fear is if someone stumbles upon a post like that, what if that just completely turns them off and turns them away from from salvation? And you know, this is probably me just thinking deeper into it. I tend to do that. Um but it's 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 just something that I was thinking about because um, I seen I've seen a lot of it, you know, from from all the people that I follow on Twitter, you know, I'd say I'd say a good maybe thirty percent of the, the tweets from them um, talk about things the things that I'm talking about where it's a little bit too heavy. And you know, again, these people live their own lives. They've 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 established, you know, their followers on there, and, and maybe their accounts are private. I I don't know how it all works. I don't know the ins and outs of, outs of it. Um, but I don't know. I I just wonder, you know, like that that's a very there's a very thin line there, you know, because you don't want to 
censor yourself or censor the word, I, I would definitely not, not tell anyone to do that, and I don't encourage that. But, but then what if, like I said, what if someone reads one of your posts and they're like, oh, do you really believe that if you don't do this, then this other thing won't happen or, you know, whatever, whatever the case is, whatever the post is about, you know, I just, I don't know if there's maybe a way to, I don't know. I, I, that's, it's just a concern of mine and I, I was, I just wanted to speak on it and, you know, get it out of my system. Um, because it's, it's just very concerning. You know, I, I put myself in the shoes of a non-believer and if I were to read some of the things that I've read online, you know, maybe I, I would be turned off from, from Christianity. Um, maybe even off of just one, one tweet. You know, um, <coughs> excuse me. We we live in an, in an online world now. You know, our our world is digital for the most part, and so, especially now in quarantine and, and lockdown and stuff, this is how people are communicating the most. So people are are posting even more things and and. You know, the thing about um, Christianity and, and building a relationship with God is it's it's an individual thing. You know, it's it's a it's an individual thing, and it's also a lifelong process. So, you know, there are some there are some of us who who have been building this relationship for years some of us who have been only been doing it for for a few months and some of us who who've only been doing it for a day or so and so there's different levels to it um and with those levels comes different levels of understanding you know it's not until this last year really that I've really come to understand a lot of the things that I, that I that I know now and things that I hold to true to, um, you know, one of those things being healing. You know, I I used to get sick all the time. I would feel pains all the time. I would I would get sick. You know, I would have so many headaches all the time, and I was constantly taking pills for stuff. And you know, I just started really diving into the word and and and, um, listening to Andrew Womack, who's, who's, who's an awesome, 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 awesome preacher. Um, you know, I've been reading a lot of his books and and watching a lot of his ministries online. And I've just come to learn so much about healing and how healing is, is already ours. You know, healing is something that we have. It's not something that we need to ask for. It's something that we just need to 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 believe that we already have, and, and take that that faith to a whole other level, and 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 lean on that faith, and and understand that it's something that that's ours already. It's something that was given to us at the same time our salvation was given to us. And so there's there's different things other than that in the Bible and in Christianity itself that, um, 
you know, it might take time for people to understand. If they're not spending the time in the word, then they're not going to receive that level of understanding the same way that we have it. So, I mean, even aside from from the digital side of it, um, you know, when we're witnessing the people in person, I think it's 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 really it's really important to to focus on how we are approaching people and, and you know. Um, that, that's really important. You know, that's, that's probably half the battle, I would say, in in trying to, um, win people for Jesus. You know, it's, it's how we, we talk to people and how we listen to, you know, a lot of, especially back in the day, you know, I grew up in the nineties and, you know, I'm not judging anyone, you know, I, that's not my place, but the church has definitely grown since then. And, and it's, it's, um, it's, it's definitely grown and it's changed. And, and, you know, I feel it's for the better. You know, I remember that a lot of preachers back in my day, they would just preach condemnation and repentance and, and all of this, these things. And, it's all true but you know if you're trying to convince and we we can't convince anyone I'm trying to choose my words carefully here because I don't want you guys to 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 take what I'm what I'm saying wrong um but when you're trying to tell someone about something that's good you don't want to just throw out a bunch of bad things because that's going to counteract what you're trying to do. You know, it's going to completely cancel it out. You know, um, you can't try to tell someone to join your team and tell them, well, you know, our team is really great, you know, but you gotta, you gotta be, you know, work out every single day and six hours a day and you know you you have to make sure that that we're we're your number one priority and you know you have to travel four hours um you know every two days whatever the case is you know no one not a lot of people are going to want to join that team you know no, no matter how great it is because you're not explaining it correctly you know that that's what a lot of it comes down to is how we explain it. We need to explain the gospel and not sell it. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so it, it's just, um, that's just something that I, I was thinking about and um, I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, as far as Bible studies for this week. Um, I finished Daniel. Um, I didn't realize how short Daniel was, but it's, it's a pretty short book, but it's very powerful. Um, the verse 
There was a verse that I I loved from Daniel. I don't know if I have it down. If I don't, I will paraphrase it. Um, I don't think I have it. Give me one second. Well, I'll just paraphrase it. Um, You know, it was when the king (coughs) rounded up um, Daniel's um, friends and constituents and um, he rounded them up because they weren't obeying the law of worshiping these other gods or whatever it was. And um, one of them, I believe it was, man, I don't remember which one it was. Sorry that I don't have this right in front of me. Um, but the the king said, you know, since you're not obeying this and you're not obeying the law, I'm going to throw you, all three of you, into this furnace and burn you alive, basically. And one of them told them, if you do do that, our God can save us. Excuse me. And even if he doesn't save us, it doesn't matter because we're not going to change our minds and we're not going to disobey our God. The verse is much, much better. I'm sorry that I don't have it in front of me. Um, So when you can, just take a look at Daniel. I believe it's in the last two chapters. Um, But I just thought that that was extremely powerful um, because of what he said. So he was saying that, you know, basically God can, God has the ability and the power to save us from any situation we could ever find ourselves in. There's nothing that he cannot do for us. There's no, there's no losing situation for him there's no place that we can go where he won't be able to find us um there's nowhere we can go where he won't be able to hear us he can save us from anything and while that's amazing part the the biggest part of faith kicks in in the second part where he tells the king that even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't save me from burning alive in this furnace, I'm not going to change my belief in order to save myself. I'm going to still believe in my God. And man, you have to understand that they were, uh, they were probably, I'm assuming they were right outside of the, the, the doors of that furnace when he told them that because Right in the next, I want to say the next line, the next sentence. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry about that. Um, in the very next, you know, section of the chapter, they're tossed into the furnace. So you have to imagine they're literally facing death. Literally. And they have this much faith. That 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 level of, of of trust in God, 
and it made me think, you know, I, you know, I have the life application study Bible, like I told you um, before, and it literally asked that question, would you have that same level of faith if you were, if you were, you know, knocking on death's door, so to speak? And I would honestly like to say that I would. Um, You know, like I said, like my faith has been building dramatically um, the past year. And I mean, it's just been growing and growing and growing. And I'm very thankful for that. You know, um, I, I give thanks to God every single day for giving me access to the word, you know, putting me in a place where I have freedom to to practice my religion and, and build my relationship with him. Um, so I, I do believe that I would have that level of faith. And um, I think that's the level of faith we have to have in our lives, you know, as we go on through our lives, you know, maybe we'll never face, you know, a flaming furnace, but I know that that life certainly has a lot of times where it feels like, you know, we're, we're down on our luck or, you know, you know, we're getting kicked while we're down sometimes. And that's when, when faith really comes in, that's when it kicks into full gear or that's when it should, I should say, because Unfortunately for some people, when 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 the, the the storm clouds start raging in, you know, some people, unfortunately, they they just start crumbling. And you know, I don't want that for anyone. I want us all to be to be strong in our faith, and you know, have our feet our feet. Wow, I'm sorry, our feet on solid ground. Um, you know, God is in control. And it doesn't, it literally doesn't, I'm not trying to downplay anyone's situations. Trust me, I've been through um, a lot of different things in my life. And I'm not, I'm not downplaying anyone's trials, but we have to understand that God is in control of everything. And even if we don't get rescued, you know, maybe we don't get rescued when we want to. Maybe, maybe God is saving that that for an, a later time. Maybe we're not meant to be saved from certain things. You know, whatever it is, we we still have to stick to our faith and understand that He is in control, and everything will work out the way it's supposed to work out according to His will. We have to live in his will and not out of it. And that means, you know, sometimes going through things that we don't understand the reason for or the reason behind it. So I wanted to just leave you guys with that and just, you know, I really hope that you know, we're everyone's taking as much time as they can out of their their days and weeks to 
to just spend it in the word. And I promise you, you know, you you spend enough time in the word and, and you know, God's going to show you some things. You know, God, if God sees you searching for answers, he's going to show you some things. He, he might not give you all the answers and he might not answer all the questions that you have at this moment. But, you know, for those who seek wisdom, he's, he's going to provide it. You know, God doesn't you know, hide all the cards behind his back, you know, and wants us to just keep guessing and, and all that, you know, he wants us to have access to the, to the whole deck, you know, but it's in his timing and we just have to put our, our complete, complete, complete trust in his timing and his power. That's what faith is. That's what, what our, our, our whole thing is. That's what salvation is. We, our salvation is built upon faith. Faith that we believe that Jesus did, in fact, rise again. And he saved us. So with that said, I wanted to close with a prayer. Um, you know, I hope that this podcast finds you well. This episode finds you well and... You know, I, I apologize if I offended anyone with anyone anything that I said, but I just wanted to, to share my thoughts on some things. Father God, thank you once again for giving me this outlet, providing me with this outlet, letting me share my 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 ideas and my thoughts and my notes with people all over the world, whoever hears it. May it speak to them. May it stir something in their spirit and their hearts. Father God, I pray for all of the listeners of this podcast and just everyone in general. I know that times are still looking a little unclear and a little bleak, but like I said, you are in control. And as long as we lean on that and we believe that, Father God, then everything else will fall into place and we can live a life a life with peace. I pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you all. I hope you all have a great rest of your week. I will see you next week on the next one. Take care.